0: The things I'm most thankful for this Thanksgiving are my two best friends, Jack and Jim.
1: of a Desperate Southern Gentleman, 1955-1967, to 1967, is a compilation of private and often intimate letters of one of America's most influential and provocative journalists, Hunter S. Thompson. In, in it, he says, life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. And wow, what a ride we take in the 1972 (laughs) drug-based horror film, Blood Freak, directed by Brad F. Ginter. The movie opens on Herschel, played by Las Vegas Elvis impersonator, but like, the old, depressing, off-strip area of Vegas, Mr. Steve Hawks. Herschel, whilst riding his motorcycle down the Florida turnpike, pulls over to help an attractive and deeply religious young woman, (laughs) aptly named Angel, whose car breaks down. Angel takes Herschel back to her house where her sister, Anne, who may as well be called Devil, is engaging in the (laughs) sinful activity of very standard 70s recreational drug use. Herschel at first denies, but after some really half-assed poolside seduction, can't resist the feminine temptations of Anne, and a magical little lady called Mary Jane.
2: <laughs>
1: After smoking some marijuanas and some very tame sex, Herschel goes to Ann and Angel's father's turkey farm, where he's offered a job. But for extra cash, he can also secretly participate in some human trials of ingesting chemically altered turkey meat. The combination of drugs and spooky non-FDA-approved chemicals turns Herschel into a human-sized cannibalistic turkey man. Much like Hunter S. Thompson, but definitely not as cool as fear and loathing in las vegas (laughs)
2: disagree
1: we are taken on a drug addled day for night fever dream of animal pleasures as herschel turkeyman gets his fill of sex drug-laced blood and revenge as we find out 80 percent of this movie actually is a fever dream and now scared straight by his own hallucinations Herschel seeks salvation from his drug habit with the encouragement of Angel turns to prayer. Summarized by the silk shirt wearing, cigarette smoking narrator, this movie is what you get when you combine Twilight Zone fan fiction with the overzealous anti-drug coalition of your local church and actual drugs because someone had to be high to come up with this train wreck. So, if you're in the mood for an hour and 19 minute long dare presentation, then you're going to gobble up
2: (coughs) 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 this movie.
1: (laughs) Friends and poultry people, I present to you Blood Freak.
0: Now, you listen to me. If you don't keep me supplying, I'm going to break every bone in your miserable body. C, See, blood, blood freak, freak, horrifying, blood addicted, addicted monster, monster whose thirst for an addict's blood will lead you to a horror beyond belief. Blood, blood freak, freak, to survive addicts, addicts must, must die. die. Ah! 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 Ah!
3: And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Happy Thanksgiving. From
3: our family to
2: yours.
1: (laughs) Let's go around the class and just say one thing we're thankful for this year.
4: I'm thankful for the 110 degree heat in November that
3: it totally is right now. Uh, Jamie Kennedy.
5: Let's talk turkey, guys.
1: I was waiting for that pun. I Hate
6: Easy Rider. <laughs> Is this Easy Rider? Because it's pretty difficult. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I think we definitely start off in that place and we veer off the road and we crash into a ditch and then we wake up dazed. <laughs> Not knowing what happened.
6: I like it—the idea that that all you need to do to be Easy Rider is have one guy on motorcycle <laughs> shot,
2: <laughs> shot with a Bolex, yeah. with, with just like That's
6: careening it. guitar solos. <laughs> Greg Hansen. Poll to my fellow classmates: Do you think Steve Hawks has Betty Davis eyes? <laughs> I don't, I'm not <laughs> gonna get the <any> answer.
2: <laughs> trying to think of the
6: next line.
5: I can't sing it, or else we're gonna it's get right. sued. So personally, I
6: think he's got Brad Dorif eyes. <laughs> I, I think
1: he's got mix of tryptophan and weed eyes, like half shut at all times.
6: This movie was a fucking
3: tryptophan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh We've used all the puns. There's no more puns. <laughs> we're out. Wait. We're out of pun juice. Oh no.
3: My name's Casey Regan. Present. And I'm thankful for toll booths which give you time to really enjoy <laughs> the credits. Other movies they distract you from the credits. Josh Roth,
4: much like a Thanksgiving dinner, this movie left me lethargic
3: and questioning
4: my life choices.
3: <laughs> and our exchange student here on this lovely Thanksgiving and who presented us that wonderful book report is Chloe Medgalchi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> thank you so much i am so thankful to be here i'm really thankful my induction into video high is through the magic of Bloodfree. Oh, magic is maybe like not the operative word but you know i mean there's magic oh. oh.
2: it's, pretty, it's a
3: pretty in, magical movie
1: coming in with a hot take
3: well it has the the truest magic of all the magic of the lord
1: <laughs> and that just, Blood Tank actually really aligns well with what historically happened on Thanksgiving because I'm just I'm just gonna come in hot with a lot of history and facts where
2: is this girl yes. oh, please yeah. <laughs> when I was
1: in high school I read what they didn't teach you in history class lies my
5: teacher told me
1: so then Jamie you probably know this too that like Thanksgiving didn't actually occur as like one big happy feast it was like we ravaged native and indigenous people mm-hmm. uh, killed what? them with clay killed <laughs> Killed them, killed them with plague, and we—I say we—and not like part of this heritage. Yeah, you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nice to be an immigrant. Twenty
6: twenty is a strange time, right, guys?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how the Thanksgiving tables have turned.
2: <laughs> <Nice>. Hell <laughs> but, yeah!
1: But like the pilgrims, you know, completely ravaged the people, the place, and the crops without asking. Like, how do we actually have sustainable food here? So. At a certain point, they didn't know how to grow crops. They didn't know how to hunt native animals. So they resorted to cannibalism. Like, they dug up <laughs> dead bodies and had to eat them. What? I am giving a lot away right now. Wow.
5: Nice. Wow. Damn. Damn. Wow.
1: America is founded on some pretty fucked up shit. Donner party, table of 12.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's a table of 11. No, a table of 10. Table. No, a
6: table of 9. <laughs> This is at least the sixth
2: time
3: I've watched this movie. I've
6: watched this movie so many times, and I and I will tell you, it only gets better.
3: Yeah, I'm really glad to be watching this at this time of year because it does make me feel nostalgic. Like this was a movie that we watched and you showed me in college, Greg. And I do like, I do watch it. Not only do I genuinely like it, it like sends me back to like, oh right, movies. They're so stupid. I love. Stu- I love how stupid movies can be. What's even better is this movie doesn't think it's stupid. This movie thinks it's saving souls This movie is a stone cold classic. Thank <laughs> God. And if damn you
6: right. think anything else, Josh, we are going to have three thousand mile away fisticuffs <laughs> like any good Thanksgiving dinner.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: this is a perfect Thanksgiving movie because it's making our family fight. <laughs>
6: This movie is just like a magician that goes to like a 12-year-old's birthday party. You can see the strings, like you know how he does everything. There's no real like mysticism, but like the 12-year-olds are like, "Woo!
2: God!"
4: Every magic trick is actually a parable, and much like Jesus, I will turn this water Into wine! (laughs) Children, God is the real magic.
1: It's truly got something for everybody and nobody. I mean, if you can hear it, that is.
5: Christopher Nolan mixed this movie.
6: Who needs to hear the movie, guys? There's Nothing says movies need to be heard. They just need to be seen at times. So this movie
1: lacked so much focus in many senses of the word. We're like, there's zero focus on camera to actor. There's like a whole scene where I'm like, find the focus, find the focus. And you can watch- you can watch in real time somebody rapping <laughs> it and like it never gets clear. Um, oh, you
6: guys think that there were ACs on this
1: shoot? <laughs> no. And I I, re- I forgot how I've traveled down this like short rabbit hole, but <laughs> the cameraman is the director's son.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
4: Yeah. Wow, it's sure a family is. Thanksgiving affair.
1: So there's no focus on the scene. There's no audio focus because there's some scenes where like the background chatter. It's louder than the ADR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's no focus in terms of actors focusing on lines. Okay, wait.
6: Did you guys think there is a script to this movie?
5: I think so, because Anne was re- definitely reading like yeah. cute cards off screen. Oh, oh,
6: I mean, yeah. She wrote some things to say.
4: Yeah. Oh, and uh, Velvet Vincent Price was for sure reading <laughs> off of uh, his table. Looking
1: down and reading directly from the script. That is our director, <gasps> Brad
4: F. Grinch.
2: What? It was?
1: Yeah
6: sure is, baby.
4: Okay, I want to get into this because this is the opening of the movie. After we open on some mysterious bubbling liquid, <laughs> sure. we cut to some Vincent Price-looking motherfucker who's apparently the director of the film, uh, reading from his script just off screen on the table below him and talking to us about change?
0: What is a catalyst? Well, in this case, a catalyst is a person that will bring about change. They could be good or bad, but there will be changes. You can meet one almost anywhere in your everyday life, in a supermarket, drugstore, anywhere, even riding down the Florida turnpike.
5: Cut to guy riding down the Florida turnpike.
0: God it's forbid our so movie should open, impossible. I don't know,
4: where it starts. The,
3: no. the runner of this guy in the movie, it only got more beautiful.
4: We should mention that this is not the last time we see our director.
6: It's like Thanksgiving. It's just like your uncle just sort of blabbering throughout the whole dinner. And you're just like, yeah, yeah okay, cool. Yeah, he's chain smoking. He's like hanging out in a silk shirt. Everyone's like, did you put this on? You thought this looked nice? Okay, whatever. No, it's cool. We're just going to talk about something else completely unrelated for the the next 90 minutes he's still going it's crazy
3: (laughs) it's so great because it's he says nothing he he uses so many words to say nothing this is the director of the film and not like as you may have assumed pornographer walt disney (laughs) (laughs) and i'd assume he was just making it up if it wasn't so obvious he was reading
1: i i would liken the start of this movie to like a high school junior's, like, history paper where the introduction is so laden with nonsense, but you're, like, trying to make it sound academic or existential. (laughs) Like, you're trying to make, like, a grander point that you really can and you're not articulating it but you're just taking up words, baby. You got 1,500 and you're double spacing.
5: Topic sentence. Next three sentences that relate to the three points you brought up in your topic sentence. Reiterate the topic sentence. Thesis. Next paragraph, baby. I feel like Chloe's
3: attacking my role on this podcast. (laughs) Brad Grinter sort of monologuing to camera like that came in every once in a while and being a sort of one-man Greek chorus to the movie Mm -hmm. was, I really loved it. But like the first one is a bummer. But by the end, and I was like really into it especially I mean we'll get there but he essentially like changes the end of the movie at the end like yes. it's very it gets, his last one is so meta he's like just like let's have a happy ending why not and then I was thinking well this movie is this like free love early 70s drug fueled Christian allegory and I sort of like bought into the reading as like as if he was like reading scripture yeah
6: script sure oh.
3: <laughs> also it's important to note I was pretty high when I watched this movie. <laughs> As <laughs> you
4: idea. should yeah. be. I, I got it 6 be. times.
6: <laughs>
3: I got to tell you it helps
6: <laughs> as a as a person who's only and exclusively watched this movie stone fucking sober it's a religious experience in and of itself in the ways that it wants to be and in the ways that it surely doesn't want to be
3: after we get the opening homily from uh, brad grinter we are then on the florida turnpike most movies most great directors that such as brad grinter they will save in the opening <laughs> credits like the really sweet shot For the directed by title card, but this movie gets like stuck in a toll.
5: (laughs) I I think that that
6: made them, that put them over budget.
5: What was our was, last 75 cents, guys? They are like, fuck. <laughs> I guess <laughs>
6: there's no pizza today. At this point, we are
4: introduced.
5: Introduced is broad of the term. Uh, yeah. We got his yeah. name. His name is Herschel.
4: Herschel, uh, who looks like an Elvis impersonator for a Christian rock band. And while we're on the turnpike, and, and
6: I'd like to make a plea to Numero group, can we get a seven-inch reissue of this fucking song? Because it's a banger. This like fucking Steppenwolf ass yep. like like we're all we're all born to be wild, baby, and Herschel more than everyone.
5: He's born again to be wild, Greg. And we thought
1: the puns were done. <laughs> oh god, pack it up everyone. We're done. Yeah,
3: seriously. That was
6: Blood <laughs> Freak. Final thoughts. I don't know if you guys noticed. The credits do credit our star Steve Hawks twice.
3: And he co-directed it. I yeah. guess um, yeah
6: <laughs> what is what is co-directed mean in a movie like Blood Freak
3: I feel like the co-director credit is justified he does some pretty like interesting and impressive body work through this movie <laughs> Explain. (laughs) From the convulsing and Jonesing to the turn when he becomes like Suave, I've I've got a joint in my mouth guy is pretty sweet. I gotta tell you, the
6: reason that he gets a co directing credit is because they ran out of money before the film was finished and he was forced to finish the film. Wait, what? Like Brad (laughs) Grinter just like Brad fucking (laughs) peace. What? And our boy Steve was left to to pick up
3: the pieces. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is heartbreaking news.
6: <laughs> Are you saying a chore? Brad F. Grinter (laughs) of Flesh Feast fame would just willy-nilly leave and fuck off? Yes. Yes, I am.
3: (laughs) That is so insane to me. This is a drug-fueled Christian parable with a blood-crazed turkey monster. You're telling me that this was like a -a work-a-day project? (laughs) That this was like this was not like the only way this movie makes sense is if it was someone's like passionate work of art and the the director
6: walked off of it? Here's what I'll say. It is undetermined if Brad Grinter actually left or if he just went to cash in some more bottles. And in the the interim,
1: Steve was like, I guess we got to
3: finish it. We meet Herschel. He pulls over to help Angel.
1: There's no problem. She just pulls over. Well, well, then it
6: cuts to some home movie footage of them just like looking right into the lens of the camera and smiling.
4: I, I have written down, Is this shot like a whole movie on purpose? Because suddenly we are in like... It
1: is the Wonder Years.
4: Handheld, zoomed footage, and they're looking straight down the barrel of the lens.
3: They were absolutely just scared that they were going to get in trouble at the toll. That's (laughs) the truth, right? They were just nervous.
4: uh, But then we do finally, finally, finally arrive at a drug party with Angel's sister, Anne's
0: friends. Some of my sister's friends are pretty far out. You sound as if you don't approve of them. Oh no, it's not that. It's just that a lot of them are heavy into the drug scene. I love
1: like they walk in and they show you a shot of like six thirty somethings like quietly chattering on the floor, and then it goes back to Angel, who's like, "This place is a madhouse." Yeah. <laughs> it's like the yeah. Most, and they're just doing like very like demure bumps of cocaine, and you're like, this is not. Ma- I don't is not think. A mad I think house. they're huff. I think they're
6: huffing glue, and they don't know how to huff glue. They're doing poppers,
3: guys. They're in their forties. They got the day off from whatever trade school they work at.
1: I absolutely love that in this movie we see other hard drugs. <laughs> yeah. Like We see cocaine <laughs> and we see heroin, but the drug you have to watch out for is just marijuana. Like. Pop- <laughs> Hot, the it's the worst. It's the gateway. It's yeah. the gateway. You will get hooked.
5: I'm going to be honest. The target audience for this movie is me. Because me with no drug knowledge whatsoever watches all of this and goes, yeah, that's hard. Dr- I get it. I get it. Yeah. This
2: is- <laughs> Stay away.
3: <laughs> that was honestly like the rest of the movie does a worse job of pitching anti-drug to me than just that shot of those four boring people huffing, like doing yes. poppers and quietly mumbling to each other. I was like, this looks lame.
2: I don't want to do this. If this
3: is drugs, I don't want to do it.
5: I mean, at this point, I-, I wrote down that it was very hard to tell whether the writer of this movie was a Christian or an atheist because like... The Christians looked crazy. Like, it looked like this was, a like, a satire of Christian people.
1: Angel is like, don't, like, go ahead and sit with them. Make yourself at home. But do not give in to temptation. Your body is you a will- temple. <laughs> and then, like, a, a little bit later, she comes in, is the most wet blanket and is like, pop and party? Let's read some scripture out loud.
0: God says that anything that is not of faith is sin. What about adultery? He says we commit adultery with sticks and stones. What does that suppose mean?
1: But some people are interested. Everyone is interested (laughs) besides (laughs)
3: Anne. Anne Anne is the one person trying to keep this party a party. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And Anne, and,
6: and who is Angel's brunette clown makeup sister, who looks exactly nothing fucking like her. Right. The
4: shot that really encapsulates their like relationship is Angel is lecturing Herschel about God, and Anne is just pawing all over him. Just... Just all up on his business.
3: Yeah, there is something, Jamie. You're right. I there. It, it's weird because you. So much of what this movie directly says is like pro-Christian. Yeah. But Herschel, Anne, and Guy are like the ones who are bringing the most thunder to their <laughs> performances. And everyone who is like Christian, good, like with moral, is. Like it's like they said, could uh, could we do another take with less charisma? (laughs) 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 I want you to bring more beige to your performance. Like
2: (laughs) there is, be
4: the wood
3: paneling, be
4: (laughs) the
2: wood. (laughs)
3: Anne is awesome. I love it. I know she's supposed to be like the temptress. She's supposed to be the devil in the polyester halter top, but <laughs> I loved
2: her. <laughs> I,
3: I, I fell for it. If I, I, I'd absolutely endanger my soul for Anne because she's awesome. She's rad. She wants to hang out. She's like Good and like sweet and doesn't give up on her man when he comes back with a, a beak.
5: Minus the it, fact that this whole mm, relationship is started mm-hmm. because she wants to drug him enough to sleep with him.
3: Sure, look, she's mm. not perfect. She's not perfect.
1: <laughs> she's not, <laughs> no, she We've, she goes from zero to sixty in a lot of ways. <laughs> By the time she's through preaching
5: to him, she'll have him so screwed up, I won't stand a chance. We'll That's the something, you yeah. know. Hey, man, she's my sister. I don't want to get her hooked.
0: I'll turn Herschel on, then. i got some stuff to place with something really good.
6: To be very fucking fair, look at the other chuds at this damn party. Seriously. South Florida in 1972 is a rough scene. She hasn't seen a fucking real man in maybe her entire fucking life. And one of them just like go, like lands in her lap. You're not going to drug him to sleep with them? Okay, Chloe? Right.
3: And he, by the way, seems to be very annoyed that he's attractive. <laughs> Like, the fact that women want him is a serious, like, uh, problem
0: (laughs) in his life.
5: No, 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 Casey, don't lie, because the narrator blatantly says...
0: And he enjoys being attractive to the opposite side.
6: That's what you call a layered performance, guys. Yeah. When
4: the director tells you something on set, then you don't deliver it, and then they have to come back, sit in front of a wood-paneled wall, and deliver it to camera. It's called subtext.
5: Really, he loves girls. He loves right. girls. We swear. We swear. <laughs> and you
4: understand.
2: Yeah. He loves
3: the girls. Don't worry, everyone. Herschel fucks.
1: But it's good that the narrator says it because it's very unclear. Like He sits down. This rant a random woman comes up to him and is like, You're so
0: big. I like muscles. And you must be very strong. You shouldn't be acting this way with me. Especially when you're with someone else.
1: No thanks. I don't cavort with force. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Jesus would say. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't
1: get across that you liked being attractive. Too bad, so sad. We're moving on. <laughs> we don't true. have the time. We don't have the money. If we can't pull focus, move on. They're trying to
5: set up this angel and devil kind of thing, but the narrator can't even commit to it.
0: Herschel has met two beautiful girls. One is conservative, responsible, concerned with and contributes her time and efforts to the benefit of her fellow man. The other is the opposite. Or is she? Who are we to judge? We're not God. You're the director. That's who to judge. (laughs) What I'm
5: saying is they're both fine. Yeah. (laughs) It
3: would be so easy for this movie to just have been like, Anne is bad and Angel is good. And in the end, Herschel ends up with Angel and he walks with Jesus Christ. There is, you know... (laughs) One set of footsteps in the sand because Christ is he's on, uh, he's piggybacking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the reason I love it so much is there are so many times with this movie zigs when I think it's going to zag.
5: I know we're setting it up to look like there's a love triangle between Herschel, Angel, and Anne, but don't worry, that goes away fast. No, Even Angel's not. like, no, 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 you were meant to be with Anne from no. the very beginning.
6: <laughs> a love triangle would assume that anything in this movie was written beforehand. <laughs> People showed up on set and they're like, oh, okay, we've got a uh, sit. I guess. I don't know. We, we already shot them hanging out once. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
1: I would watch an entire feature-length film that's just the backstory about like what the dynamic between Anne and yes. Angel is like, because... Anne goes hard on her, like, you ruin everything. You're the worst. Don't give me that love crap. And I'm like, fuck, what did Angel do to her? Did they
5: grow up in the church together? Or did Angel come to religion later? And then she felt it was a great
1: betrayal. Like, Ooh, good are question. they sisters
4: in the nonsense?
1: In nonsense? We are making Whoa. this way more interesting <laughs> than it. it really is. I'm sorry,
6: okay. We haven't laid out any ground rules for our exchange student. One, do not... Bad mouth, blood
5: freak.
0: And tell me more about right your Bible. When you find time, I'd like to ask you a question. Sure.
5: Don't get us started my sister thinks the whole
0: world's a church and she's
5: a
3: preacher angel's just like reading scripture to the party and Anne's like why don't you like let me live my life why don't you let people do what they want why do you hate my friends so much and angel says like i don't hate your friends i just think you're gonna go to hell
2: <laughs> 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 fuck you angel how about that uh, how
6: about
3: that how about fuck you what about that
6: i mean I- nothing convinced me more than at the end when herschel and angel are about to leave and Anne is just like
5: i just That
3: (laughs) That line reading was, the we're going to have a blast.
5: We're going (laughs) to have a blast. I believe it. I believe
6: they're going to have a blast. Nothing says a blast like crying in front of all your friends.
4: (laughs) Well, she doesn't cry exclusively in front of her friends. She also cries in front of her drug dealer, Guy, who we now meet who gives her some drugs to slip to Herschel, but don't worry, he'll
6: only be hooked after six of them.
4: That's
5: science.
6: I do love the fact that the dude's name is Guy, because it feels like they they have a placeholder (laughs) name that they just never changed. They were like, yeah, Guy, I don't know, whatever, fuck Rarely
5: do you get to say, I have a Guy for this, and his name is actually Guy.
3: (laughs) Guy. As you guys made mention of, Anne plans on drugging Herschel so she can sleep with him, but... I mean, it's pot.
1: It's not
2: like <laughs> But he'll be
1: hooked after six, Casey. After six, as we know, you will get hooked. Yep. All the other poppers, heroin that we see later—no
5: fine. No problem.
1: <laughs> to be fair,
6: do be fair.
5: <laughs> it is pot laced with something. We don't this know is what true. that something is. Yeah, that's
4: true. Yeah. We,
6: we don't. We don't get any confirmation of what that
4: is. All
5: we know is it's a catalyst for change
6: so then the narrator comes back and sort of casually drops that herschel is a vietnam vet which never tried pot though
1: so he says yeah (laughs) yeah and i fully missed that there's like a second mention of like at the very end when he's like oh yeah back in nam and i'm like wait what well
3: that's important because later the whole reason he like freaks the fuck out is they say that he was an addict in Vietnam. Vietnam. That he yeah. like he got hooked on something. I don't even remember exactly what they said.
1: Painkillers. Painkillers. Oh, okay. painkillers. Yeah,
3: dude's fucking
6: popping perks, but right. it's just like no, 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 thanks. I won't have a. I won't have a one toke of weed ever.
5: It's chemicals only, my man.
6: <laughs> right. None of that organic
4: it- shit for me. Yeah. After Vincent Price comes back, we see Herschel and Angel are drinking coffee on some guy's couch. I think he's just like a dude who
6: Angel knows through the church.
0: What are your plans and problems? The Lord's on our side, you know. Yeah, how about asking the Lord for a job? That's easy. I could use a husky man like you out at my poultry ranch if you can wait till next week.
6: And just like, you know, all religious people, he doesn't really have any answers for the questions. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, come work on my turkey farm. He's like, oh, what do you want me to do? General work. What the yeah. fuck is general work? 1972 is strange, right? In 1972, you have general work. When you go into a bar, you just ask for beer. like
3: yeah. you know. And the most moral people in the world were guys who drove their motorcycles from town down to town. <laughs> so Herschel gets a job at the turkey farm. The next scene isn't even him on the turkey farm,
4: which was baffling. pool.
1: <laughs> he's not even cleaning. <laughs> yeah, no,
4: he's like setting up like a cabana. And Anne is there trying to seduce him, and she doses a joint with God knows what, and taunts him into
0: smoking it. No,
5: thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. How can such a big hunk of man be such a damn coward?
0: I'm not a coward.
5: It's the Marty McFly method of getting people on drugs. I should really teach that more.
3: What are you, a chicken, Herschel? Actually, a turkey. (laughs) I love this scene so much. In a very genuine way. It felt the most real. You know, the movie loses the verisimilitude, but, like, this scene... I could believe they actually just got high on camera.
5: Because she's teaching him how to smoke pot.
1: Hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. She fucking zoots him. Like
3: she fucking smokes him out. And it's not just like a couple quick puffs and he's like, whoa, I'm feeling it. Like, he, she, he fucking chooms.
6: Oh, yeah, he is bogarting that joint.
1: Yeah, those were long hits where I was like, this is a little advanced for a newbie. <laughs> 6 second hits, 0 coughs.
3: I was like this is a cute scene. It was very endearing the way they kind of giggled and got along. And then oh. she pulls him into the house. Typical Herschel way is just trying his best to not get laid. Yeah. Where he's just like <laughs> right. he's like you know when you're
6: hanging out with this chick and she's all like hey like let's hang out like let's get fucking freaky like let's smoke some weed and you're just like yeah yeah why can't you be more like your sister, huh? Yeah. Like <laughs> She was
5: so different.
6: Yeah. yeah, and she's like, I'll still bone you. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But what about your religious sister? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Rachel,
2: honey, by the
5: time I get through with you,
2: you're never gonna wish I was like
3: my sister. I don't know if the Pornhub homepage has something to say that is absolutely not true. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls him inside for a very vanilla sexy
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I don't even know. You don't really get to see the act. It's basically like they just ice cream sandwich on top of each other. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All
3: right. He just he just flops right down on that poor lady.
6: Whoa. whoa, whoa. Okay. Wait. This is bad sex. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, uh. Oh. I like
3: their relationship. I, I mean, I like Anne at least. I like it's like she seems to genuinely like him. She's like doesn't just like use him up and throw him out. And she's like, I want to have sex. I'm a sexually active person.
5: And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Any man who could refuse such temptation. From such a girl as this he would have to be much less a man than herschel
6: if god didn't want you to have sex with a smoking hot lady he wouldn't
3: have made smoking hot ladies <laughs> it's true amen, amen. brother amen. but then there's a bit of a turn yep he's got to go to the turkey farm and he's late you should
0: have set the alarm you know i promised angel i'd go to the poultry van this morning about that job what immediate
3: regret <laughs> and must have felt after sleeping with this guy Like, right away, he's like, you didn't set my alarm for work.
1: (laughs) You know I have this first day at my turkey job. Which he is not late for. No. There's
3: (laughs) not even consequences. He's just being abusive to my poor sweet aunt.
4: (laughs) And he rides up on his Easy Rider motorcycle to some soft rock. And I love this part. He mocks the turkeys as soon
3: as he sees them. I don't know. I've driven through ag land before. Have you guys ever stopped and razzed animals? Is there no greater pleasure in the world? You're in there. You're in the cage. <laughs> the yeah. only cage I'm in is my mind. Especially turkeys. Oh my god, it is so funny to make fun of a turkey.
1: They're so stupid. But there is coworkers. This is not how you start your first day
6: on a new job. It's a great point, Josh.
1: I mean, honestly, I feel like the part that he left just to Steve is the turkey farm.
2: Like <laughs> it
1: is just like so much b-roll of like turkeys on turkeys on
2: turkeys
3: no no chloe it is not so much b-roll it is the same three shots of turkeys over and over yeah, again turkeys
1: on turkeys on turkeys repeat well to clarify so much use of a single yes,
3: b-roll totally. a lot of turkey runtime. a lot of trt a, a turkey runtime. <laughs> But, the thing
1: that like impressed me is that there's a moment where Steve Hawks like, picks up a turkey. He just like fully manhandles it. And the way he holds this turkey, it's like, have you done this before? <laughs> like, wh-
3: No, nope. he went really method. He worked on a turkey farm before this movie for like six months. <laughs> he, 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 he really wanted to get in the mindset of the turkey.
6: I do like the idea that when tasked with directing the movie, he's like, you know, I, I, we, we really got to make people sympathize with Herschel. <laughs> What if I just like hang out with the turkeys? I'm friends with them. I pet them, you know I I, I I take an egg. I listen to it when I shake it.
1: I throw it up in the air and catch it because it won't break. Uh. It
6: is huge fucking catcherment
4: hands. Oh my God, and like on all good poultry farms, we meet two scientists who tell Herschel about their experiments on turkeys. I don't know. What
1: what the hell are they doing? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Oh. I'm so glad you asked because I, I <laughs> yes. did the fucking research. Chloe, go, Chloe brought go, the data. Go, 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 So chemical caffeinization is actually like a more rare form of just straight caffeinization, which is a surgical technique adopted to alter sexual maturation of male chickens with aim to improve the quality characteristics of carcass and meat. In short, it is chicken neutering. And they do this because when you stunt the development of the male sex hormones, you slow the growth. So apparently it's it's like more appealing to the gourmet market because the alternative is that a lot of poultry is pumped with hormones so they grow faster and bigger and they have more meat on their body. You can do it chemically. It's definitely done in more like larger factory farms. Definitely not something that's typical though for some like a farm of this size. <laughs> so normally you would do like the actual surgical – Caffeinization. What I would read this as is they looked up poultry farms and they're like, caffeinization, that is like an SAT word we can use to give this scene some legitimacy. We'll call it chemical because we need this to really backfire for Herschel.
6: (laughs) It also makes sense because he's like loving it.
5: He houses a whole turkey.
3: Oh, my man can eat. (laughs) (laughs) My man can
6: eat, yo. And that first bite, he's like, damn, this is a good turkey. (laughs) And I will say these fucking scientists, they make a huge bird so moist that Herschel is able to eat it with nothing to drink yeah. no gravy, yeah. no, no size that is a miracle of science. These men need Nobel Prizes right?
5: Well the man's also got the munchies don't forget because
2: despite his best intentions
5: he's hooked and he agrees to do this turkey tasting test because the scientists offer him a marijuana in return.
6: It's a bold move on someone's first day, loop them into illegal activity yeah. before yeah. you... <laughs> like You haven't no. said two fucking sentences, and you're just like, you a narc, huh? You gotta tell me if you're a fucking narc, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, you, you, you think it was surprising that uh, fucking John Wayne Gacy and the BTK killer <laughs> were doing something nefarious? Like, these guys looked terrifying. Oh. These guys... We're dead-eyed psychopaths.
0: You'll be doing odd jobs for us around the ranch in the lab here. And if you want to make a little extra money, you can help us with some of our experiments in the lab.
5: So Herschel starts going into marijuana withdrawals on the farm. He's got reefer madness! And Anne is panicking, because I thought he wasn't gonna get hooked. So right. she calls Guy who brings over emergency pot and he starts inhaling it like he's dying of thirst in the desert. Like
2: <gasps> Yeah. <sighs> I, okay. I mean, okay.
3: what do you guys I, I genuinely liked this performance. Of course it's stupid, but <laughs> he's having a real rough one and yeah. he's trying to ride it out. He's trying to easy ride it out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it has a very like Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde sort of turning. The physicality changes, like he draws. Ops into, like, a comfortable kind of cool space after he takes the joint. I really liked it. I really thought that was that was a moment in the movie that was really cool, especially because Guy then tries to put the screws on him and says, like, that one's free, but I'm going to have to start charging you. And that's when Herschel, like, really, his physical like, because he's a goof, he's got that, like, pompadour haircut, like, you don't realize. But when he grabs Guy and throws him to the ground, you, like, see his, like, muscles and everything, and he's scary.
0: Now you listen to me. If you don't keep me supplied, I'm gonna break every bone in your miserable body. Okay, okay! The what?
6: The look on Guy's face, like, I, it does register as if they did not rehearse what was going to happen. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, the sheer terror on that man's gap tooth face is probably the most realistic performance in the whole movie.
1: I do wanna, like, take a moment to say that I think the best acting in the entirety of this movie, for me, was the physical acting of, and it's a long take of just Herschel shaking his little ghibly bits on the floor.
5: <laughs> tryptophan will get you. Yeah,
1: I mean, honestly, part of me wonders, like, was he drugged or was that just too much tryptophan? Could too that much- happen yeah. to anybody if you ingest a full turkey?
5: Well, he has to do that body work when all they can afford is the mask. Yeah. He has to do some kind of work to make the rest of his body not look ridiculous. Yeah.
6: Let's I be mean, clear. The mask is a paper
4: mache head. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. It, <laughs> it is
4: maybe the worst prosthetic I have ever
6: seen in film. Not prosthetic.
4: Yeah.
2: It doesn't yeah, even count. Can't. I mean, it doesn't even
1: get it,
6: that moniker. No, it a
1: prop is even a little generous. Yeah.
6: This was like a diorama <laughs> ma- like yeah. piece made by the local school and donated to the film.
1: Or, or it kind of looked like they found an old mascot head in like, the back of a high school locker room. And then they put it through a wood chipper. And then they're like, yeah, this will do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Also, the one part in the movie that they lit well—like yeah, <laughs> we head. really, we really get, really get to look at this bad mask. <laughs> yep. Really, but
1: the thing that made me kind of sad, though, is that he's like fully clothed, so he's wearing like this long sleeve shirt. Only when he's a turkey man, the irony of which being that his arms are so like meaty and like leathery tan that they actually resemble roasted turkey legs, <laughs> full of roids and like tanning in the sun probably closely resembles a Thanksgiving turkey. It's,
6: it actually stands to reason because like cooking a turkey, this movie was made in about four to six
3: hours. And there's some parts that are a little undercooked and <laughs> <laughs> that
2: are a little overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> <was> like,
1: there, <laughs> and as we learn, there's some parts that are just like not safe to eat. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's so funny that the turn in this movie when so yeah, Herschel, spoiler alert everybody, Herschel houses the entire fucking bird when he convulses and he goes down. Then it's revealed that they That is where we leave reality, and Herschel goes into a sort
0: of fever dream. Which is
5: baffling for some of these scenes, like the scene that immediately follows Mm -hmm. this when Tom is talking to the scientist.
0: So why did you take him out and dump him? Don't we have enough trouble in these experiments without taking a chance on a murder charge? All we did was do give this guy some turkey. That's
6: not how the law works. Yeah. If you if you leave before the cops come, you're not you haven't done something illegal?
5: What? This is a lush reality that Herschel is hallucinating that he's not even present for.
6: Yeah, this is not a first person movie. He's doing a PT Anderson. He's like we have an ensemble
2: piece. Uh, uh, right.
1: Ensemble. <laughs> I I don't remember if it's this scene. I think it's later when they're like, we're going to get the Federal Bureau on us. I'm like, are you? It's
6: 1972. There wasn't a lot going on, you know? Not Watergate or anything. I I don't know.
3: Is that also fake? Watergate? Is Watergate fake?
5: Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's not fake. Anne's waterbed. Oh,
3: hell yeah. A
5: plus transition. So
3: meanwhile, Anne is very worried because she hasn't heard from Herschel.
5: I
1: don't care. It isn't like Herschel. Stay out all night.
5: In the two days
1: that I've known him. <laughs> In this very established rapport that we have. <laughs> He's
3: usually yelling at me for not doing something by now. <laughs> 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 or denying my sexual advances. <laughs> this isn't like Herschel at all. Herschel gets up. They
4: are careful not to show anything above the shoulders. He goes to Anne's apartment where she's on her (laughs) waterbed. And then we have the reveal that his head is a papier-mâché sort of turkey. Music
5: sting. Abrupt end to music sting. (laughs) Silence.
3: <laughs> this is where the movie really comes into its own This is where it's like The movie really becomes a work of art here mm-hmm. There's sort of the like creature moment Where Nan wakes up and sees him Now as a hideous turkey monster Screams and passes out and where any other movie, that would be, like, the end of the scene. Like, that would nope. be the beginning of the <laughs> no. rampage where he's like, I'm hideous! And he, like, runs out or <laughs> no. something. He scribbles a note for her. But
5: we only hear it. <laughs> it's just Foley.
3: Yeah, we hear, like, frenzied scribbling <laughs> on paper. And then Anne slowly sort of wakes up again, and he holds the note out for her that says... I it's me, it's Herschel
1: I'm a turkey monster
5: But
6: also gobble, I love corn, no cranberry sauce please It's
1: a six page note Like the next scene when we're seeing her read it There are five other pages next to her
6: One of the notes is I don't have
3: time to write all of it <laughs> But then they just keep going You can edit that part out Herschel I guess the pretty
5: girl In the scene should stick with the monster She What would it be like If you, if you stayed like this
1: if we got married,
5: what kind of life would we have together if you stayed that way? What would the children think of their father looking like that?
6: Anne is fucking wigging out she's known this dude for five days he shows up looking like a turkey monster and she's talking about fucking marriage what yeah.
3: the hell yeah. yeah what would the children look like Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch
5: Children.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is absolutely my favorite scene of the whole movie because yes the choice would be to make a huge tonal shift like i'm a monster i'm gonna terrorize the woman i love She's chill with it Her logic is so Reverse engineered too Where she's like What are our children Going to think Asking
6: the tough questions Yeah like if you
1: have Sex with a turkey man Are your children Going to be turkey babies And
6: she does
4: Herschel turns out The lights And they fuck
5: Well yeah Because she's talking All this stuff And he's like I need to stop This train right now Yeah
1: He's like I need I just need to Placate her I need to shut her The hell up So he
6: goes for A little beacon the JJ action. Yeah.
1: It is so funny again because like the sex is fully implied because we just hear like, oh, Herschel. No,
2: no, <laughs> not, no, that's, that's not it. it.
1: Herschel? Oh my
2: god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Also implying that he became a better lover when he became a turkey monster.
4: When you become a monster your sexual prowess just instantly tripled.
1: You have to also wonder if any other parts of his body transformed. Mm
5: -hmm.
6: Which actually then given your uh, scientific report would also mean that he's
3: fucking neutered.
5: Yep. So they're not having Uh, kids.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's a really sweet scene. Like Anne has decided to like I'm gonna build a life with this turkey man. (laughs) Weird It certainly is. And much like
4: every scene in this movie that has any competence, it is, again, undercut by our director coming back and narrating an entire scene.
0: Interesting how when we come to moments of despair when we can't seem to solve our problems any other way, then, but not until then, we turn to God.
6: Josh, you keep saying undercut, and that word, I uh, I think it means not what you think it means. Every time the narrator's on screen, my heart is
3: a flutter. When you say undercut, do you mean improved? Transformed? <laughs> emotionally maximize, <laughs> So she introduces her now live-in turkey monster uh, to two guys who eventually become very important. Like, yeah, even
4: she does tell them that he's like something out of the Twilight Zone, which could have been interpreted in so many different ways. And they're hanging yeah. a
5: lantern on the fact that their script got rejected from the Twilight Zone. And they're like, take that, Rod Serling.
3: I mean, this is more Night Gallery, if we're
6: being <laughs> yeah,
5: honest. The, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> So then uh, what happens in between this and the rampage?
1: Maybe like introductory conversation with these two mustachioed men, implying that he needs to continue his fix because he's now hooked.
3: Yeah, because Guy is now ducking Anne. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she can't get in touch with Guy.
4: While Anne is trying to find Guy, Herschel is um, becoming the titular blood freak. He stalks a girl through the woods. He kidnaps her in the driveway and carries her off Frankenstein style. And right.
3: she screams, but we don't see any of that. Because let's not forget, my man's still jonesing for some of that good kush, baby. <laughs> yeah. like he, yeah. is, he, he is still he is still heavily addicted to the weed.
5: But apparently a good substitute for weed is um, the blood of the innocent.
6: Not so innocent. Yes, because thank you, Greg. I, Because a major part of this is that they are, he's drinking the blood of other addicts. Yes, Yes. they Mm -hmm. have drugs
3: in They have drugs in their blood. He wants that drug blood. Okay,
1: okay. And I love that it's like the women are independently taking drugs and it's like a man is dosing them. The first kidnap we see this man presumably injecting her with something, so it is confirming for Herschel Turkeyman that this is an addict. <laughs> and he's like, this isn't just blood. This is now drug-infused blood. So I'm getting the best dub- kind. double the fix.
4: In the rare instance of in this movie where they do show, not tell, which I would actually prefer they had actually said A something. A little
5: more
6: context. This is why you gotta re-watch the movie <laughs> six or seven yeah. times.
4: Uh, you
1: catch the nuance, the nuance.
4: Yeah, it's so incredibly unclear because... They go from just talking about like, oh, well, I guess Herschel's a turkey man now to immediately he's drinking the blood of women or not even, no, immediately to he grabs a woman, takes her off screen and she screams
6: and we don't see any of it.
3: Oh, does she scream?
6: (laughs) In case you miss the scream, it'll be replayed over and over and over.
4: They have their own Wilhelm scream.
3: it's the branded blood freak scream <laughs> it's shit like this that means guy you absolutely had to be high to watch this movie it, there is, <laughs> it is so funny it is so funny when they just play that same scream effect over and over again
1: now that we've entered like full rampage mode i imagine the mixing for this like dedicated 45 minutes it's like the shock jock keyboard where you have
2: like <laughs>
1: you have the musical sting, you have a key yeah. that's just a scream, and then you have another key that's a turkey noise, and you are just pounding the keys, baby. Yeah. So I have some
6: information on the sound mixer for this movie. Ooh. Yes. The sound mixer for this movie was Brad F. Grinter's calico cat mittens, who just ran,
3: <laughs> who just ran across the wow. keys at random intervals. <laughs> I can't believe he was able to. Like, I love mittens. Wow, work. wow. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was before his
6: uh, resume was littered with
1: so many oh, wow. credits. Oh, God. This is such a treat. What a
3: fucking. Buzzkill this movie becomes, right?
6: Whoa, <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Are 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 you making a pun in the fact that that the, he uses a chop
3: and saw, <laughs> saw a guy's leg off later? The, in that regard it's a buzzkill. <laughs> That's really good. But not a not a buzzkill in that I think it like the movie got worse, just in like it really sobered me. To like, yes, the first kill is like, okay, we got a monster. We're a monster movie now. You know, he's slitting throats of young women. They're screaming ridiculously for a long time. Then the next kill is like a 50-year-old man injecting heroin into a young girl and then like fucking bouncing.
1: (laughs) He's like, like, no, no, not me. (laughs) He leaves her in the car. Who
3: was that man? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a, this is the monster of the movie. Yeah. This man is like ODing like a young girl in an American flag dress. The semiotics yeah. of that is <laughs> so fascinating. I love this movie. so goddamn much, especially because she gets hung up. And then bled out.
5: And she cannot <laughs> stop from She She's having such a difficult time not breaking while she's so hanging squirming. upside
3: down. No, maybe it was she they, She was directed to smile because when upside down, it would look like a frown. <laughs> 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 it was purposeful.
1: Everything's
2: purposeful.
1: I understand the logical choice of if we hang this woman upside down, it looks like very carnal, right? Like it looks like a pretty yeah. bad kill. More importantly, what is the best physical way to hide the blood tube. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually,
6: I think that it's because they did not have the money for a pump.
1: They Mm -hmm. were like,
6: we need gravity to do this work (laughs) for us.
1: Because in terms of, like, actual kill, it is the least economical way to get blood out of someone because it's just, draining and, yeah, and he's,
4: he's like, trying to catch it with his hands.
1: He's, he's <laughs> drinking it like a raccoon. Like just like, <laughs> drinking it, like in his little paws and like suckling it out of his mouth. And it's like, no, mouth mouth to source, buddy. So
6: so a good a good thing to point out at this point is the next yeah, thirty minutes is basically a day for night rampage <laughs> of Herschel finding random junkies, killing them and drinking their blood. Now, most of these a requisite on him finding a house that's ostensibly abandoned that also has either a doorway or a ladder that he could affix them to yeah, so that he could hang them upside down and not slit their throats, but because I guess the only thing he could find is a screwdriver. What? He just sort of screwdrivers <laughs> their throats. And they, Fucking before brutal. they're stabbed, they like whatever drugs they're on must be awesome because they're not screaming before they get stabbed. Only after.
1: And it's funny you say screwdriver because in that first kill, that whatever like puncturing tool he used, to me looked like a poultry thermometer. Like how poetic, like full circle, (laughs) right?
4: The best kill though, in that half hour rampage, has to be he's killing a girl, an old guy interrupts him. He kills the old man. Then somebody, uh, like that guy's son, wife, uh,
2: it,
1: I, who, no one knows. It's just a, guy, knows. just a guy. in the woods, in a cul de sac. <laughs> in a cul de sac.
4: And he he's cradling his body, and then like runs furious after Herschel and stabs him in the in his turkey face.
3: This was local superhero the Doe. <laughs> he uh, came to heed the call of uh, these murdered women. He was actually created from experiments at a uh, buttercream factory. <laughs> <laughs> They fed him some weaponized puff pastry. And that's how he was. This was a jiggly, jiggly hero who came to try and stop the blood freak.
6: Also, Herschel, in the course of this night, finds no less than four or five junkies within the uh, 12 square blocks that, that this movie a lot takes of place.
1: women. There's
5: a lot it's of women fl- wandering it's around.
1: A, it's Florida. This is Miami, baby. <laughs> Because this is very much like a Florida Man movie. Oh,
3: this movie is so Florida.
5: This is what Bath Salts was going to do 20, 30 years later. Like, let's be real.
3: So Anne finds Guy. Anne goes to Guy's apartment. Who has gained, like, 35 pounds of muscle mass (laughs) guy looks great.
5: When he saw Herschel two days before and was like, this guy could kill me. I got to buff up. He
3: has been nothing but just like down in creatine shakes since we last (laughs) saw (laughs) (laughs) him. And then who is Mutton Chops?
1: He's a supplier.
4: Yeah, he's the supplier. Guy calls his supplier. Uh, Apparently he owes the supplier some money. And Guy doesn't have the cash to pay his supplier. So he just pimps out Anne, who's in the next room
6: asleep to cover oh. the rest of the money buzz kill maximized <laughs> <laughs> buzz yeah. Kill. <laughs> yeah for
5: 75 bucks by the way not
6: in lieu of the payment yes. as interest as, for yeah. the well seventy-five of the missing $75. Also, it should be pointed out that Anne has fallen asleep with full clown makeup on <laughs> on white linen oh. yeah. fully dressed above the sheep. She,
5: she is she might, distraught. She has not slept since Herschel disappeared. I don't know. Yeah. That,
6: that reads to me like she might be a serial killer. I will not stand
3: for this. I will not stand for this. This ends now.
6: The movie doesn't linger on the sexual assault in progress because we get a nice zoom in on our drug dealer's face as he sees our man Herschel outside being like, oh, no, 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 this ain't going down.
3: It's an upsetting scene. It's a really upsetting sexual assault scene. Yeah. It is the fact that this movie makes something that is so upsetting. An otherwise ridiculous movie like really turns the mood that effectively is mm-hmm. pretty good. but uh, Bad, but good.
6: And it paints the drug dealers in the bad light that they've been trying to fairly unsuccessfully so far to paint them.
1: (laughs) And it's interesting, too, that, like, within the realm of sin that they're setting up, I mean, most of this movie is very much about anti-drugs, but there is this sexual element where, like, at the beginning of the movie, there's so much focus placed on, like, adultery. So it's interesting to me that, like, I mean, yes, obviously, that, like, sexual assault is terrible in all forms, and it is a truly sobering scene where you're like, oh, no, oh, no, they're going there. But then there's this added thing too of like now that Anne is like Herschel's woman that you are defiling another man's woman and trying to like commit adultery in Mm. a sense. So that is this added anti-moral implication of like this – dealer and the supplier are super villainous huh,
2: yeah, and, and
1: deeply unchristian
3: layers we got layers here there are many side dishes on this tasty turkey meal and we get what a triumph it feels like this horrible drug dealer who has taken advantage of our poor sweet beautiful Anne is killed so brutally
4: yes so to be clear in this incredible moment herschel follows the supplier after he scares him off to his storage unit and we know Herschel follows him because there's a gobble off screen. I don't think it's his
6: storage unit. I think he <laughs> just ends up <laughs> in, a, ma- in, in a machine shop, which, eat your heart out, Terminator 2, Judgment <laughs> yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah,
3: The fact that this movie makes a like imposing danger out of a turkey gobble <laughs> <laughs> means it is a masterpiece. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Someone
5: I, recut it to the Jaws theme, please.
4: The Supplier returns to a storage unit which conveniently has a bandsaw. Herschel, after his telltale gobble, follows him inside and uses the bandsaw to cut off his foot.
5: And there's a fantastic bewitched cut as well from leg intact to leg cut off by bandsaw. Yeah,
3: it's a pretty stark and upsetting way that this guy dies. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not like he's not like sliced up like Wizard of Gore or anything. He they just like chop his leg off and th- we watch him like slice. Slowly bleed out.
1: (laughs) But at the same time, he is introduced during the hallucination, so he might not even be real. Mm. Oh, my
3: God. Wait a minute.
1: None of them could be real. (gasps) If they weren't established before the turkey shakes... He's, they're not real, maybe. That would explain Holy why shit. they look
5: like the squarest people in the world, because it's Herschel imagining like what the drug supply line looks like. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this guy with high khakis is definitely the dealer.
3: The two stoners that Anne had dispatched, they are the ones who end up killing Herschel.
6: Before they've been dispatched, they've had a conversation about, like, how the hell are we going to keep Herschel so fucking supplied? The dude's like an animal. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's... He, he just needs all the drugs all the time. He does too many weeds. We're going <laughs> to run out of weeds. And they're dispatched to find him, but somewhere along the way, stop at a Home Depot to get a machete. Yeah. yeah.
4: So the Doobie Brothers <laughs> find <laughs> Herschel in the field and cut his head off. But this is when we get footage of a real turkey getting its head cut yes. off. And we are yes. subject to watching this turkey
3: flail around. And yeah, we get that intercut between our hero Herschel who has dropped to his knees and asked God for forgiveness just like dropped into a prayer be
5: careful what you wish for as per the narrator
3: like please make this stop and then it does stop by him getting macheted in the head
5: I want to be a not turkey again Clarence I want to be a human again
3: gobble gobble you old building alone
1: (laughs) (laughs) Herschel gets macheted And then right before he comes to and we realize it's a fever dream, we have this crazy scene of like people ripping apart the carcass of a cooked Thanksgiving turkey next to the head on a plate.
5: I can't be the only one thinking like those fingers are so burnt while they're like digging into the brown, like that's so hot.
1: It is such a like David Lynch type reveal of like we are at the like the very bottom pit of this nightmare now. The
4: camera's handheld the whole time and it starts out with like a close-up on the, the turkey head and it pulls out to show you the the like table and these hands just come in from everywhere and are just tearing the turkey to ribbons.
3: The fact that this all turns out to be a fantasy is fascinating because of all the things that we've been laughing about is all created in the psyche of Herschel. And there's, like, really fascinating semiotics at play here. This is a guy who has been to Vietnam. He he has been party to and victim of one of the greatest, I don't know, historical crimes in the history of the world. And the fact that he's having this, like, fever dream, like, I'm thinking about how yoked Guy is during this time. It's the only time we see Guy... During the fever dream, is we now see him? He's like tan, he's buff, he's a fucking Jody. Like he's a guy who is like back at home fucking the soldiers' wives. So like in his like fever dream, he is now like he's he, he, in his fever dream. He's tan, he's hunky, he's like he's, he's like also much s- much worse. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's a monster. Before he was just like weedy huh. and frankly in in both senses weedy the only thing we ever see that seems to be like a misstep is he asks herschel for money if he's going to continue to supply him with drugs which is not that
5: is the give and take Yeah,
2: that is (laughs) the normal order
3: of operations yes (laughs) so like really now in herschel's head guy is like a hunk and he's like taking advantage of his woman, while he's off experiencing a hell, as the narrator said, worse than his time in <laughs> Vietnam.
5: This is like an AP video high classic. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> Casey like, is our narrator. Like, he'll get to the this, point eventually, but there's going to be yeah, a lot. I'll of find it. it. Casey
4: is sitting in front of a wood paneled wall. Let
3: me light a cigarette. Quick. <laughs> the v- the war in Vietnam is like a time of like the breaking of like American innocence. There was like the project has turned and you see the sort of culture at large saw what the American project was really about, which was grotesque. And he was a party to that. Like he s- slits the throat of a girl in an American flag dress. There's so much meat to chew on there. Yeah. There's like a uh- we to chew on
6: I agree chew on that Oliver Stone
3: <laughs> right yeah uh, and then and then the fact that in the end he's killed by like those stoner guys might as well have like
5: <laughs> burning their draft cards and <laughs> right exactly
3: they, they were just like mustache mulleted dudes yeah, the hippies
1: they were the, we all I- resent
2: yep
3: right they were the image of the Vietnam protesting hippie that is like just like burned into my mind at least they might as well have like cut his head off and then like stuck a daisy in the neck hole (laughs) these are drug-induced images fed through the brain that is going through ptsd and then the last image of that fever dream of this sort of like hallucination is his body being torn apart and ingested
6: the question really that's being asked is who is the blood freak Oh yeah. And the movie posits the American public. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: that papier-mâché mask stares back at you and says perhaps it's you who's the blood freak. All the people who talk about this movie talk about it as like pro-Christian anti-drug, but it sort of fails at both of those things. It's like this movie isn't really anti-drug and and it and even by the final moments Again, it zigs when you think it's going to zag. You think when he wakes up from this fever dream, he's going to go like, no, Anne, I'm done with you. You ruined my life. You didn't really care about me. I'm going with your sister Angel. That doesn't happen. We don't quite see him like embrace clean Christian living. We see him Im- embrace... Doesn't he end up praying with Angel?
5: He doesn't choose Angel. Angel's his guide back to the light, basically. She's his
6: angel.
4: You can't date an angel.
5: (laughs) It's ridiculous.
6: To truly piggyback off Casey, there is a beautiful visual metaphor at the very end with the two of them reuniting on a pier, and that's peer pressure written all over it, baby.
5: Nice. (laughs) We also have an... Use the pun that he has to quit
1: drugs, cold turkey. Oh,
6: that's <laughs> fair. Oh.
1: We did get ourselves to the end of this movie now.
6: <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. But, but
1: I think Casey probably makes a more interesting final statement than the narrator. Oh,
2: But, but we
1: get this primo wax philosophical <laughs> from the narrator who at this point has been smoking Probably a whole pack.
0: Oh, I know. (laughs) His
1: lungs cannot take it.
0: And this has been a story based partly on fact, partly on probability. But the horrors that occur in the minds of those who allow the indiscriminate use of the human body as a mixing bowl for drugs and chemicals are as real as the real horror.
1: And then we get this like monumental coughing fit.
0: Let's give a little thought to... Making our own story. (coughs) Have a happy ending.
3: Like, this is a fucking Haneke movie. He just goes like, oh, let's have a happy ending. Why not? It's so brilliant. I thought I had fallen in love before. (laughs) But I, like, really felt myself fall in love with the movie in that moment. Because, yeah, I think this is much more of an American critique than the movie is given credit for. Because even that, like, a sort of surly guy smoking... What a fucking image! Like, the Marlboro man, like what? A, what an American image! And he's giving this like you got to take care of your body speech, and then starts hacking up a lung from smoking. Like it had to have been on purpose. Oh, it's definitely, I can't it's definitely on purpose.
6: This is the closest thing to like a Hodorovsky movie as, <laughs> as as ever made by an American.
3: And then we cut to on like a, on a dock, Herschel... Seeing Anne from afar and Anne seeing Herschel and them approaching each other and embracing it for like the final frame of the movie that they have like stayed together.
6: The one line uh, in the in the final sort of coda where the narrator director says this story, this is a story based partly on fact and partly on probability. Truly that is a, a, an unimpeachable sentence, even if that probability is zero. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have yeah, never heard a movie posited in that way. And I'm like, but that's all movies.
3: <laughs> yeah. I like to watch. I like to see. Be- 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 movies like this. Be- 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 rip off report cards.
6: The Blood Freak ripoff report card is brought to you by the new hit single, Blood Freak on a Leash. Boom, Although it has been the state on the tip of many a tongue recently for less desirable reasons, I'd like to discuss its legacy and exploitation filmmaking for a minute. I'm talking about Florida. Florida's brush with the film world started as most do with Naked Ladies. <laughs> Cheap, sunny, and half-nude anyway, Florida was the perfect place to set a nudie cutie. The first features that were legally allowed to show nudity in the guise of being presented as non-titillating lifestyle movies, mostly of people in nudist camps quote unquote nudist camps. (laughs) Movies like The Wild Women of Wongo and Goldilocks and the Three Bears were slapped together (laughs) around Miami in the late 50s and early 60s. But it was when David F. Friedman and Herschel Gordon Lewis decided to create the first gore movie, 1963's Blood Feast, that really put Florida on the map. Lewis and Friedman continued to make their drive-in busting features like 2000 Maniacs, Color Me Blood Red, She Devils on Wheels, and the Gruesome Twosome, all in the confines of the Sunshine State. And so, Florida became a hub of sorts. From the mid-60s to the early 80s, filmmakers such as William Greffy, K. Gordon Murray, and our man Brad F. Grinter started churning out no-budget epics like The Death Curse of Tartu, The Jaws of Death, and Flesh Feast, the last feature starring ex-Hollywood bombshell Veronica Lake. Director of Blood Freak, Brad F. Grinter, had a similar trajectory to Herschel Gordon-Lewis, starting in Nudie Cuties and moving to horror and action exploitation films, both behind the screen and in front. It's a little difficult to get a full picture because he seemingly used a number of monikers like Duke (laughs) Morberdy, Jason Saturday, and according to a 1991 article by the South Florida Sun Sentinel, Phil Philbin, (laughs) bringing his total acting credits to at least 21 as listed on IMDb, but this seems impossibly incomplete. Films like Scream Baby Scream, The Love Pirate, and Sometimes Aunt Martha Does Dreadful Things are graced with the acting talent of Mr. Grinter. Oh my god. By many accounts of those who worked in the area, Grinter was apparently a piece of shit. People disavow working with him even though there is evidence on the screen. Perpetually underfunded, he would apparently obtain financing from local businesses by telling them that he'd make them famous by featuring their names in the film or the credits. He somehow, mysteriously, ran a filmmaking school called the Viking Cinema Workshop, using tuition money to bankroll his movies. Blood Freak is one of five directing credits of Grinter's, which includes the aforementioned Flesh Feast, another biker flick called The Master's Revenge, and a late-stage nudie called Barely Proper. Arguably, the most famous person involved in Blood Freak Co-writer and star Steve Hawks, aka Steve Sipek, has had more than a few strange brushes with fame. He starred in a handful of Spanish-language Tarzan films in the late 60s and early 70s, with names such as Tarzan and the Golden Grotto, and Tarzan and the Brown Prince.
2: <laughs> Whoa, okay. All right. All right.
6: In America, his character was simply Tar in order to legally skirt the issue by not buying the rights to Edgar Rice Burroughs' novel. While on set for the second Tarzan flick, a fire broke out, badly burning him, and one of the tigers from the set dragged him to safety. At that point, he vowed to take care of large cats in a debt of gratitude and love. During his recovery from the many skin graft surgeries in Florida, he linked up with Grinter, and somehow Blood Freak sprang into existence as if from Zeus's perverted head. (laughs) After Blood Freak, he made one more Tarzan flick called Stevie, Samson, and Delilah, retired from acting, and made good on his promise as he devoted the rest of his life to creating a big cat compound in Loxahatchee, Florida, near West Palm Beach. There he raised a number of tigers, lions, cougars, and leopards. He had actually started all of this before (laughs) laws were on the books, and so his homemade refuge was grandfathered in. He again met fame in 2004 when his 600-pound Bengal-Siberian tiger Bobo somehow escaped his five-acre, seven-gate refuge home. The media went crazy, and the tiger, when found, was immediately shot and killed by the Florida Wild Game Rescue, which totally crushed Steve. Somehow, he wasn't charged and continued to raise cats on his property. He again returned to the silver screen, again as a character named Tar, in two movies, 2056, Escape from Zombie Island, and its sequel, 2057, Return to Zombie Island. <laughs> Actually, Steve's real name, because he's Croatian, was Stjepan Sipek. And he passed away in June 2019, apparently from a broken oh. heart. But, uh, oh. but I believe oh. that's actually not medically the case. Um, <laughs> but I do guess after all these years, Florida is still and was always fucking insane. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh Alright, so for the outro music, let me do, considering the season, a more classic Thanksgiving song. Hope you hold the film in more regard after the ripoff report card. <laughs> if it weren't for that tiger, he would have been more charred. It's the ripoff <laughs> report card. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, can- no. you can
6: get anything you want at Stephen Hawk's restaurant.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure where you can go from there. So, as with all lessons here at Video High, what are we walking away with? What? could be on the final test.
6: We'd like to think that America has
3: come so far,
6: but judging from the stories coming out of Florida then and now...
3: It seems like we haven't. <laughs> I mean, I would say, I think, what, what is considering the like low levels of debauchery and sexuality in this movie, I was surprised to find it has an X rating. <laughs> what? Wow. I think it's just because Hidden in Here is a like scathing American critique, and we just weren't ready for the truth.
4: I think I learned I need to give more movies the benefit of the doubt, Casey. <laughs> you may have convinced me on this one.
3: Like I said before, there's only great movies. <laughs> there are, There's no such thing as bad movies.
5: So in eighth grade dare class, I had to write this creative short story where we got assigned random drugs and had to like write a tale about what bad things those drugs did to someone. And I was assigned marijuana. And the tale I spun, everyone, is completely factually inaccurate and I've been haunted by this story for a very long time because of just how 80s parent it sounds but if this movie has taught me anything it's I could have gone a lot harder there should have been 100% (laughs) more turkey transformations and cannibalisms in it and that's truly what I regret now
1: my final thoughts um what is change change happens Every day happens all around us. And I have truly been changed by this movie. I have been even more changed by defragmenting it and unpacking it with you lovely four people. And Uh truly, call me Herschel because I am shook.
2: I am (laughs) shaking at the fact
1: that this unseemly turkey man was actually a Tiger King.
3: Yeah. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us. You said call
1: her Herschel. <laughs>
3: yeah, oh, right. Herschel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This was awesome. Yeah. So great to get the family back together around the holidays. <laughs> Guys, I'm thankful for all of you.
5: Seriously. I'm thankful
3: for you too, Josh.
1: Chloe, do you have anything to plug or anything? <laughs>
3: yeah, anything you want people to listen to or watch? Or... So
1: I do watercolors and do watercolor portraits for friends, um, for people's pets, for their houses. If you would like a watercolor portrait you can find me at instagram it's lil something l-i-l dot s-o-m-e-t-h-i-n
4: we have multiple in our house and they are delightful they are happy,
1: right.
3: thanksgiving, happy thanksgiving everyone
4: <laughs>
1: thanksgiving.
3: <laughs> 46 million turkeys are killed every november bye everybody <laughs>
5: <laughs> here at video high we have a lot to be thankful for this holiday season beginning with all of you thank you so much for listening Thank you also to Philip Marlowe, who plays the teacher. Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra and Gabriella Tessitore of Scout Harris for the theme music. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech for additional music this episode. Justin Ferrero of The Rizzos did our bed music and sound mixing. Thanks to Ann Shearer for our logo. Thank you to our special guest, Chloe Medgalchi who you can find on Instagram at lil.something. And thanks to the entire Video High crew, Greg Hansen, Casey Regan, josh roth and me jamie kennedy tune in next time for a truly baffling trip down memory lane when we discuss a gnome named gnorm a buddy cop movie between anthony michael hall and well a gnome named gnorm you can listen to video high on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you can find us on facebook at video high on instagram at video high podcast and on twitter at video please stay safe this thanksgiving and beware campadized turkeys
4: Oh, turkey's ready!
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Do you just have a bell near you? Yes. I know,
2: Chloe. Welcome, Chloe.
3: <laughs> a few more episodes. Josh's gonna have like a bike horn. He's gonna have like symbols on his knees.
6: It's
4: gonna be a one-man That's- band up in here.
6: Up, up in, in
0: your, your ears. Podcast network. <laughs>